I don't boom diet as a rapper. My jersey up too high in the rafters. I got a frog team, new life and attractive. Still sipping that moonshine and a plastered. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Moonlighters Club. <laughs> I guess to you guys, it feel like a lot, but like it's been a lot. There's been a lot of interviews in a small amount of time, and then a lot of like walking around with heavy equipment on Boston subway systems, which is not fun. That's challenging. But I'm happy. These are good problems. Uh, I like everyone to meet Becky. Hey guys. Is it Rebecca, Becky? How do you prefer? Becky, yes. Definitely go by Becky. Becky? Yes. Well, it's nice to meet you. Nice I, meeting you again. Yes, yeah, again. Yeah. I met you at, I met Becky at a work event. Yeah. And um, she had these delicious things with her. And the reason why you stood out is because uh, it was a WeWork event. Yeah. Most times I see those, most people are kind of just like this. And they have like a flyer and you're like this or whatever. And I get it, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. It's It's scary. But then when people are like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, then I get excited. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to see this. And then I got to talk to your team. And so I thought it'd be cool for you to be here. Yeah, so. I thank you. We're I'm super excited to be here. And this is just really exciting talking about the product and also being able to talk through, you know, like having this as a side hustle and balancing that with a full-time job. Uh, yeah, so let's just get it started. I will start, we're gonna get to these in a little bit. Uh, where are you from? Um, so I'm originally from upstate New York, um, but kind of my tie to Boston, I guess, I came here for pharmacy school. Nice. Um, so that was a six-year program, and then I obviously fell in love with Boston, so I needed to stay here afterwards. And I knew I was never gonna go back to Albany, not that there's anything wrong with it, um, but I thought I would stay here in Boston. Um, and then I met my boyfriend who is now also my business partner and he took me to Jersey. So uh, I'm officially a Jersey girl now. Yeah, yeah Jersey, <laughs> one of those states, dude. Yep. I, I, I mean, I know good people from Jersey, but it's, it's just, Jersey's a thing, dude. It's its own thing. It is. How do you like it? I actually, even though I had like such a weird like thought of like, oh my God, am I actually gonna be living in Jersey? I have to say I love it. It's actually really? the, my one of my top places that I've lived. So what part? I'm in Red Bank. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So it's an easy yeah. transition. From okay. Boston. It's its own little town. Lots of stuff to do. Cool. Yeah. Why'd you pick pharmacy school? <laughs> so um, I would say that actually um, I was more not pushed into it, but maybe like gently nudged towards it um, when I was in high school. My mom, who is always consistently like 10 steps ahead of me, mm -hmm. still to this day, so thank God for that. But um, she was like, you know what a really great career might be is if you look into pharmacy. She's like, why don't you go down? We have Hannaford's in upstate New York, which is like okay, the grocery I think store. Okay, yep, 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 yep. So she was like, why don't you, uh, you know, see if they need any help, any, you know, work as a technician at the store. And I was like, I, you know, I had no direction at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I started working at the pharmacy there. Nice. And, I don't think I really knew exactly what pharmacy entailed, but the people that I worked with were awesome. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is the way to go. Is it a lot of school? I, I've heard it is for like, what's, is it normally six years or something like that yep. to be? Okay. Exactly. It's a six year program. Yeah. And uh, I think at the time, you know, when I first went into it, I was thinking it was just retail. You're going to be doing like a CVS type of thing. Um, but there's so many other jobs. Um, especially in the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot you can really do with it. Okay. So when you got into it, once you're going through, did you know, did you have an idea of where you were going to end up once you were out of school? Was it going to be the retail side or somewhere else? Yep. So um, probably like halfway through pharmacy school, 
Um, there was someone that came in just to one of our classes. She worked for a pharmaceutical company. Okay. Um, she was in this role called a medical science liaison. And a lot of what you do there is building relationships with, um, you know, doctors, okay. physicians. You're talking to them more about the clinical information. And uh, I mean, everything is it's as I, it appealed to me. But, you know, it's very dry. It's very yeah. you know, black and white, I would say. But um, but yeah, it's that. So that was like, all right, I definitely want to go that route. I couldn't see myself just, you know, I working in a CVS for yeah. the rest of my life. So I wanted yeah, yeah. to do something a little bit different. OK, cool. So when you do that is what are your days like? Like, I only really know. I guess most of my friends are some some realm of business. So like closely related to some kind of process, right? So management, yeah. finance, operations. So I know that grind. When it comes yeah. to that, is it the same except the product is different or is it a different work cycle, work-life balance altogether? Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a different work-life balance. Um, and honestly, I'm so grateful for the, the, the position that I have right now because I I know we'll get into this, but I think it's really what kind of allowed me to, to start Protein Powerball and yeah. dedicate time. Um, luckily, I'm able to work from home, so it's oh super God. flexible. I know. It's like, I, I mean, dream of that. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, it, it really is. It's amazing because especially coming from I worked in-house for two years. Um, so it was a huge transition then working from home and, you know, you kind of have to like self-manage yourself. I'm, there's days that I was like, do I really have to get out of bed? Right. Like, can I just like chill and, you know, like binge Netflix all day? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, right. So you have, to, you have to, I guess, have a little bit of self-motivation, you know, um, otherwise you'll completely just fall off the rails. But <laughs> yeah, and it's funny that you say that because I like I feel like. I complain about working from home a lot. I think it's really just flexibility because I don't. I think I'd be able to do it for like a month and a half yeah. until I needed to go somewhere yep. to work. Because working from home is either the most productive time I'm going to have because mm -hmm. I'm chill, or the least productive time. And then after a while, you have no stimulation from other people, so it's I'm just like, no, I gotta get out. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And that's how. I mean, it was nice, especially initially when I started with that with um, that role because. I was out like traveling probably two to three days a week. Okay. So at least I was having that type of interaction. Um, but I think the other thing that makes it nice too, and which is super helpful for me being productive, um, my boyfriend also works from home. So uh, we kind of help motivate each other, I yeah, think. That's yeah. cool. See if yeah, my wife and I like went, <laughs> I work from home, I'm like, you're gonna be here tomorrow? Yeah. She's like, no, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll be, I'll be like, she's the same way. She's like, you're gonna be here? Damn. <laughs> Like, but it, like, it's, I get what you're saying though. It's hard for me to slack off when she's like, do yeah. you do work? And I'm like, all right, I should probably earn my keep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that we're both really good, um, both in, you know, our full-time jobs, obviously, and with this, you know, holding ourselves accountable and yeah. holding each other accountable. So that helps. So you had, it looks like you prepped yourself for this, but when you got to the industry, was it what you thought it was going to be? Um, I think it, it was in the sense that um, I guess I was pretty prepared for like the day to the day to day. And I did um, a training program right after school where um, you kind of learn all about the pharmaceutical industry because yeah. going through pharmacy school and anybody that's currently doing that or has gone through it can relate. It's very much hospital and retail focused. Okay. So I didn't quite know what to expect once I worked in, in the pharmaceutical industry. Um, but after that two year training program, you know, it's it's like you get it down, you okay. know, how the departments interact, you know, what the roles are. Um, and I think, you know, with anything, it's like a learning curve for that yeah. first year. And then the same thing when I was out in the field, it's hard to, you can't necessarily like 
prep for like in-person interactions, you know, right. I would say every time you go and talk with somebody, it's different. Yeah. So it's all like experiential learning. Um, so the first year I would say it's, it was definitely like exciting because you're still kind of getting in the groove of things. Um, but then, yeah, once, once that goes on, you're kind of yeah. like looking for like, okay, what's next? Like, what should my next role be? And I feel like I'm like, you know, I, I always want to keep learning and keep growing. Right. Um, so, you know, and not saying that I, it's weird. Cause I think I, because I went to pharmacy school, like that's how you identify, right? You're like, yeah. I need to do something in pharmacy. I need to learn something else in this trade. Um, so I think what's cool when, you know, I started working on this, it was almost like, wait, what? I don't, I'm not in the food space. Can I actually do this? Yeah. But, um, yeah, you, I mean, you really, I guess lesson is you can't limit yourself just because you're in a certain position. So when you're in it, do you, were you ever uh, entrepreneurial minded, like at any point, like, you know, hey, let's just do this quick project or let's do this thing before this ever came. Were you yeah. kind of like, did you ever have side projects that you, you played with or flirted with when, you know? school work at any point early yeah on. it's interesting i um i really wouldn't say that i like came from like an entrepreneurial mindset um you know my parents are very i grew up very like middle class family okay. and you know it's funny i've had this conversation with my friend before not that there's anything wrong with it but it's it's like what you know right like you know your parents are especially mine like go to college get a get a good job mm -hmm. and you're set yeah. You know, and I think that's the mindset and uh, with with some people. And it's true. Like, yeah, you are. If you have a great job, you can pay your bills. But I guess it all depends on what that means to be successful to that person. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I, I mean, I've worked all my life. I started working in restaurants and stuff when I was like a teenager. So um, there was a food connection. See, there yeah. a little bit. There you go. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, I can definitely draw. And I mean, I love eating food. So that yeah. <laughs> food connection there. But um, I really didn't like personally, I think I've always wanted to do other things. I've been great about like outreach, but um, I think I've always needed someone to help me like strategically put the pieces together and that's where akash comes in yeah so i think um with the two of us working together that's that's totally just made this thing you know grow so last piece we got the food we have the 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 chemistry part of it as far as putting things together yeah, yeah. fitness yeah were you big in fitness like always is it just something you do or was that yeah. another element of life that's like fairly serious oh, man it's funny because um i was not like you know i wish i could sit here and say like all my life i've been like the healthiest person and uh. on this like health track but like i was literally that kid that grew up eating a happy meal probably every day uh, and yeah. i was yeah. filling my body with surge and any kind of like sugary <laughs> drink that was out there um which is it's just so funny um so i probably didn't get into like like the health and fitness scene in particular, um, probably until I got like to Boston and in okay. college, um, Boston has a great fitness community. Yeah. It, it really is. It's, it's great. Um, and so I actually started doing CrossFit. That was like my first big introduction into like the fitness world and like, whoa, you can do more than just like go on the elliptical yeah. and like binge watch Bravo, you know? Um, and so I did CrossFit for a while and then that helped introduce me to like the paleo diet. I started, yeah. you know, understanding more about that and foods. Um, and then from there, I've just kind of like made modifications and, and try to tweak 
things or tweaked my diet depending on, you know, it's really individualized. So what, cool. yeah, kind of grown in that sense. So it's funny because everything is kind of like synergistic now with yeah. the company, like our lifestyle and everything. It's kind of all um, aligning. So when was the first thought for this? Was it you just, did you see a problem or you just like kind of talking to your boyfriend? Where, like <laughs> where, what originally caused this? Did you see something that kind of caught your eye? Or? Yeah. Um, Honestly, for me, like, I guess it's kind of like a twofold thing. So I have always been creative. Like, I love cooking. I love creating things, like, in that sense. And um, it's I just have a funny story about this. I think it comes from, like, my dad because he was he, literally he'll, he'll always come home with recipe books and be like, hey, you should try this. But if you've ever seen my dad, he's never cooked, like, a, a meal that I've seen, like, other than warming up soup. Um, his diet <laughs> is like basically just processed bread, peanut butter, and Snickers. So I just think it's so funny that he was always like, oh yeah, try these new recipes. And I'm like, yeah. what? Um, and then, so that, and then really the big problem that I was having, I was traveling a ton for my job. Um, and what I was eating were like protein bars. I'd bring them if I was on a plane. So the biggest thing for me was I would take two or three bites of a pro protein bar. I swear, I think they're just mostly made like with a guy audience in mind. Yes. Every time I talk yes. to a guy, they don't really relate or have this problem. But every time I talk to a girl, it's different. You know, I would take two to three bites of a protein bar and then I'm like, oh, what do I do with the rest of this? You know, I've just spent $4 at an airport on it. Um, so I would like try to like cleverly like fold over the packaging and like put it back in like, you know, my black hole of a bag but yep. like you know by the time you pull it back out it's like there's things stuck in it like you're never going to eat it again yeah. so i was like okay i need something that is still going to give me some protein i wanted something low in sugar um because if i'm just sitting around not really being as active you know i don't want a ton of added sugar in my diet there um so i just started literally went online looked up you know how to make energy bites which there's a ton of recipes on there um, and I would make them all the time for me and Akash when we're traveling. That so. was, see, this is real entrepreneurship. Like that's <laughs> like, I went to, I went to school for entrepreneurship at Suffolk and so many times you hear people come up with businesses like, uh, and of course I know, I think I have too, like where there's like, nah, man, this will be dope and people will buy it. But the number one thing they taught us was look for problems, right? Look for problems yeah. and then you try to solve them. And then seeing that, okay, this bar sucks. How do I still get what I want? That's like how it all kicks. Yeah. So you identified the problem and you were making these bites. At what point were you like, yo, I should really do this? <sighs> um, I, it's funny because I actually remember this moment because so I was making them. And the thing is, like, and I feel like I still hear this feedback sometimes too. People are like, oh, yeah, I've made those at home. And it's like. Okay, but yeah, how many times, you know, like yeah. it takes it takes like an hour, you know, like time to put them together. Out of the batch you make, you get maybe 20 to 25 protein balls. Um, and so that's what I was doing. And I remember like um, Akash, his friends would come over. I would literally have to hide them because like they're guys. So they'd eat like four or five of them at a time. And then that's my meal prep for the week. Um, and so I was kind of like, wow, I'm definitely seeing that there's a need. People were asking me about them. They wanted, they're like, hey, bring your balls, you know? Yeah. Um, and then Akash literally looked at me one day. It was like in February, about a year ago. And I was sitting on the couch. He was in the kitchen and he was literally eating one. And he was like, oh my God, you know, you should, you should just start selling these. Yeah. And I was like, what? 
<laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know, would anyone buy them? And he was like, well, why don't we see? Why don't we find out? Yeah. And that was about a year. Yeah, that was last February. So um, a little over a year ago. And that kicked off this whole process. How'd you get your first, so you already given them the people every once in a while. Did you, when you were first coming out, make like an event about it and just said, okay, I'm gonna make a bunch, have a bunch of people over, try that out. Or, or were you just casually kind of just making them and then distributing them? Yeah, um, when we were first doing it, obviously like our friends were and still are our biggest like guinea pigs. We're constantly feeding them balls, which also it's just really funny having like a protein ball business because I feel like all we do is talk about balls and yeah, yeah. just have like ball puns all day. The word which balls is, is hilarious. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> Even on, I just, I still get a kick out of it to this day where like the serving size is literally two balls. Like, I don't know. I just think it's hysterical. So and it's it's great because you you just always have humor around yeah. us, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm always just giving people my balls, essentially. Giving them balls. <laughs> So, <laughs> but um, it was okay. So it's also cool too because um, any really any event like so this the concept came up, but we didn't necessarily have like a product, okay. you know, like ready to go. Like we had the gist of like what I was making, um, but I think to really like refine it and like because like this recipe has easily changed. I want to say like two hundred times at this point, you know, like huh. it's just just through like. Both the figuring out, um, you know, what's going to be most convenient, what's going to be most flavorful, um, how to scale, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so what was nice too is our um, we also have a family friend that owns a restaurant, so we would go there and help out and work sometimes. And I would literally bring these with me, and every employee that works there, I'd be like, try these, like, tell me what you think, how's the texture, how's this, how's that, because um, something that we, like something that was, you know, different that we changed um, before they were a little more crumbly, you know? Okay. And I was like, this isn't gonna work because the whole idea is you wanna be able to grab them and go and not have to worry about having like, you know, crumbs everywhere. Like if you're in the car. Like a granola bar. Yeah, like one the of worst. I And I'm always like, I feel like I'm always driving or sitting and I can't tell you how many times like I've stood up and I have like a chocolate chip or something mm -hmm. stuck to the back of my leg and I'm like, you know, then it's five o'clock and yep. no one told me all day. Yep. I'm like, oh, great. I've just been walking around like this. But I noticed it most on airplanes where you're just like crumbs. Yeah, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So I think that was secretly also one of the goals was to make like a crumb free snack. <laughs> so how do you get you? You're making them for your friends. They're, they're liking them. How do you yeah. just get one of these? Like, I don't understand <laughs> hard goods that much because everything I did was like tech, right? So you yeah. work on something, submit it somewhere, and it's good. Yep. How do you even just say, okay, I want to make one, we need a package. What goes into that? Because oh it looks gosh. super simple. Every time you go to the store, you're just like, yeah, we can do this. We can make candy gummy bears. But like, how do yeah. you even find where you're going to make them and then find this plastic thing to put it in and then get it to it? Like, you know what I mean? A shelf. Yeah, that, I mean, and see, those are all, this is where, those are my exact questions. Like, I think I think about all these things at once. Like, no. that moment when Akash was like, yeah, you should just sell them. That's what started coming into my mind. And that's what I think was, like, so daunting from, from my aspect. Yeah. But Akash was like, okay, yeah, this is the fun part. Like, let's figure it out. I feel like that's a great part of also having, like, a true entrepreneurial mindset. It's yeah. just thinking about these things like this. You have no idea where to start and just figuring it out. Um, so to answer your question, I mean, we just literally started Googling, yeah. <laughs> reaching out to people and like, 
how do you make a, you know, pack like bulk packaging? Like, how do you, you know, just yeah. trying to figure out like, and again, still coming back to like, I've been now trained as a pharmacist. I was working a corporate job. Like I have no idea, like yeah. I'm not trained in the food space. Um, so then it was a matter of, okay, figuring out packaging. What are we going to put on the packaging? So then, you know, like reaching out to some friends, reaching out to um, some marketing companies, seeing how we could make it work mm. um, because Obviously, we don't have a huge budget, yeah. you know, to like get it going. Um, and then also how to get the product in the bags the okay. most, most efficiently as possible. Um, so then we started reaching out to commercial kitchens and yeah, figuring out how to how to make a, a big batch of what I was making at home. So you do that yourself, even like large packages you make alone? Everything. At home? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 we don't, we make them in a commercial kitchen. You're, oh, so you can like yeah. rent the space? Yep, Okay, exactly. cool, cool. And yeah. then you can just make it all at once, got it. Yep. So what, what was, what's your first sale? Do you remember that? Your first one of these sales, <sighs> like yeah. packaging and all that. I do. Um, yeah, actually. And it's funny because it, it was right here in Boston. Um, I was working out at, uh, when I lived here, um, which was only like a couple years ago, I would work out at Brick Boston, which is right okay. down yep. in, uh, in the financial district. And they're an awesome community. Um, I still like when I would come back to Boston, I would take like classes and drop ins. And I remember reaching out to the owners and uh, the, these were finally ready to go. And I was like, hey, can I set up like a sampling event? Like at this point, we were mostly or, you know, I was reaching out to like gyms, really anything to help get the word out. Okay. Um, so I was so excited. We got like our table runner already, like our yeah. our like marketed like stuff and and logo branded products or you know little um things to decorate the table with and um yeah i remember just like being really nervous like is anyone actually gonna buy them you know and uh and still like you know to this day like i still have that thought in my mind like you know we've i've done like I don't know, hundreds of sampling events now at this point, but I'm still like, are people going to like these? Like, yeah. But yeah. Um, it's always so encouraging once people try it. Um, and then, you know, then they pick it up and they're like, oh my God, like, yeah, this is great. And then like, I'm just so appreciative. Like it's, I, I just am so happy when people are like, oh yeah, I want to like have, can I buy a bag? I'm like, yes, please. Like, nice. really? Thank you. So now that so. you're selling them, how do you see work now? Like now you have actual like I feel like it's like a baby it is. Like, except like wake better. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's not gonna prove it itself. Yeah. yeah. So like now you gotta work. You've sold a bunch of these. How do you yeah. even get through the day of like has your whole has your whole like perception of the office and being there changed once these start moving? Yeah. It. I mean it. Yeah. It definitely has because this also like opened up my mind just to like different ways of working you know like yeah. i i always was so for, like it was normal for me to like you have a boss you you know you're on like a certain career path and track you have tasks to accomplish you're kind of like reporting updates and stuff um and but i think the biggest thing you know working on something that's your own like this um you can really see like how much once you get the momentum behind it mm -hmm. you can see how fast like it really starts to move yeah and i think that's the most exciting thing and that's something that's huge that was missing um, from you know my full-time job and you know so still to this day I, I 
am thinking like, you, you know, you put a lot of effort into moving things forward, but just because of the nature of how it is, you know, you it, it's hard to really like get that momentum. There's so many moving pieces, whereas when you're just a small company and there's only a handful of people behind it, it's just amazing how fast you can move. So I think that's the that's the biggest difference I've noticed. Um, and I would say, especially for this, like dedicating time to it, I I always need to like prioritize my full time job. Right. And and get those things out the things that I know I need to get done. I just have to get them out of the way now. Otherwise, it like takes up space in my brain and I feel yeah. like I can't be as creative. True. So um, that's like the biggest hold up. But but it's cool because I think there still is some transfer between like what I'm learning now and then like how I can apply that to my job. Um, you know, just being trying to be as creative as you can and trying to solve problems. Yeah. That's very transferable. So it sounds like job still job's fine. Mm-hmm. This is fine. This is going this is growing. Yep. Do you feel like you've lost time anywhere else? Like personal life, do you see yourself losing something you once got to do because of this going well and because of having to do this on top of work? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Um, I really, I don't feel like a void in in any sense. Um, And I think a big part of that too is because my boyfriend is also my partner in the company. So um, it's just really cool. If anything, this has kind of given us like something to work on together like you said this is this is almost like raising a kid i feel like you know um and we always like joke around we're like wow couples should either like definitely get a dog or just like start a business because (laughs) it just teaches you a lot about communication with each other um and just like it makes you really like for me i am i love the way that he thinks like i'm always like how can i like He's just so creative. He he is so excited to take on challenges, whereas sometimes I'll look at something and get like overwhelmed. Um, but he's just ready to take it like head on. So um, I think the way that we approach things is different, but we end up, you know, kind of nice. helping each other, balancing out. Yeah. Like a lot of people, including myself, like I'm very apprehensive. My wife and I joke around. I'm like, <laughs> we're not working together ever. But at the same time, I do think a lot of the apprehension you have about partnering with someone is yeah. trust. And yes. I think the number one thing you get in a relationship, at least like, okay, we'll butt heads, but I at least trust you to not kill me in my sleep and to not <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I, I at least trust that we love each other on a human level. Yeah. So that yeah. regardless of what this, even if this does not go well, like your worst case scenario or whatever, yep. but at least we'll have that base to start on. And I think that makes things a lot easier, especially the kickoff point. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think um, that's a really good point. And I, I just think at the end of the day, you just really have to, make sure you're on the same page about what the goal is. Right. Like for us, we're both real, like, you know, this, yeah, this is a business, but at the end of the day, like our partnership is what means more than anything, you know? And um, I think we're both in it because we want to be able to share this with more people. You know, we, we both get such like a natural high off of like when somebody tries this and they're like, oh my God, I haven't like tasted anything like this. Nice. This is, or, you know, they're like, I, I've really been looking for a healthy snack that I'll eat consistently. Or if someone's like, I can't get my kids to eat anything besides this, like both of us just light up and we're like, this is exactly what we want. We want to be able to, you know, have a healthy snacks out there that don't have a ton of artificial stuff in them. And um, yeah, are just overall healthy and people like to eat them. Nice. So. What was your biggest victory since you've started this where you're just like, this is so, what was the most validating moment you've had? Oh, wow. Um, 
the most, there's just been so many. Cause I like, honestly, every moment is just like so valid. Like I even had like a sampling today at um, a grocery store here in Boston. Um, we're at Golden Goose and oh, nice. in, in the North End. Yeah. yeah. And um, like I, I brought in a case, I'm sampling it as people like literally anytime someone tries it, it's it's I, I'm so happy like it, when they like it. And um, yeah, I we went through like a whole case like in that sampling, which is like 12 bags. Nice. And I, I, those are just so validating. I don't know. And it's yeah, I look at everything kind of the same in that sense. So nice. I don't know, maybe I'll have like a bigger, <laughs> you know, we're just starting out too. Um, so we're not in like a ton of stores yet. And that's because at this point we're trying to like figure out efficiencies. And okay. We want to be able to keep up with the demand, um, which I think we'll be hopefully ready and gearing up for in the next few months. So nice. um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to come back and update you on that. Yeah. I might have some bigger wins, but nice. <laughs> I think it's still going to be very encouraging. Like I said, even just the the personal interaction that you get. Good. You well, what if you could name one, what milestone would you like accomplished? Let's say that by the end of the year, what one big thing you'd be like, OK, that was cool. It could be internal, like efficiency base. It could mm -hmm. be a story you're trying to get into. Is there one thing you can have in your mind? Like, OK, if I can just get this, we can have this. We're in a good, uh, that'll make us happy for like a few months on. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think if we can get, because right now we're just in like some smaller specialty grocery stores. And I think right now, um, one, th well, I guess it's kind of like twofold because my, the biggest thing that I would just be so happy about is just if people can get access to them. Okay. Right. So, um, a big win for me is if we can get in with, um, like any like bigger grocery store chain where people, you know, don't have to go for miles from like their house to go buy it or like, you know, they can order it offline too. Um, but then the other aspect would be getting on Amazon. So Ooh, that okay. would be, yeah. yeah. Then you just have to cook all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't even have to cook them, which is, uh, but yeah, a lot of rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'd be, well, I, I think it's definitely doable. It seems like you have the right mindset about it. Yeah. Like it's not, I feel like the way businesses advertise is that it's the end all be all like this whole like sports mentality like always be closing yeah. but it's not you can have multiple ideas you can have multiple types of businesses mm -hmm. some can work some can fail you just got to keep your head about it and yeah. know that there's other things in life that are more important than this it, it is important yeah. but it's not everything so i like that and i feel like you'll i i could see this being in a lot of places like i really do it's Thank really cool you. it's really Thank cool you. so with that said as of now, where, how can people support you? Where can they it find you if they see this video? How can they say, okay, I want to help out at some point? Yeah, um, I mean, we love any any kind of support. So um, we have an Instagram page, just at Protein Powerball. Um, so that's a great place to find like any updates about where we're selling them. Um, definitely, you know, we'll be posting whenever we're in like new stores and stuff. Um, another big thing, if anybody like for me, like I've, I've said pretty candidly during this interview, um, I'm not familiar with the food space, you know, like it's not like this is my bread and butter. Um, no pun intended, I guess. But, um, <laughs> but if anybody is out there and like they're watching this and, you know, maybe they've had some experience in the food or like consumer packaged goods, like I'm always looking for mentorship or just like any type of guidance out there. If you, you know, feel inclined to like 
reach out or offer some advice, like I'm always open to that because, um, yeah, I mean, I'm no self-proclaimed expert at all on this. So, um, yeah, reach out, literally just DM me on the website. You can send an email. Um, nice. so yeah, there's a ton of ways to get in touch. So cool. Well, yes, hopefully we can do that. I hope there's <laughs> someone super rich and influential on the other end of Anyone this. Out there? <laughs> yes. So, uh, I seriously, I, 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 I thank you for coming and sharing this. Yeah. I, I like, I like efficiency. I think that like all of this is very planned, very strategic, very efficient, at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's super cool. And we'll do what we can to help. Thank um, you. We'll be putting this out on all podcast networks as usual. Go to our website, moonlightersclub.com. We'll have a page for you and, and links that are applicable. Awesome. So, uh, yes, for more content, please stay tuned to the Moonlighters Club po podcast. Again, find us anywhere. And also, if you out there have a story about lighting entrepreneurship and how you mingle the two please feel free to contact us we would love to hear your story and any feedback you have for our guests yes so uh thank you again becky thank you hope to see you soon and everyone else we'll see you later <laughs> thanks guys